This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, this is Daniel Bills at the microphone with the news, the headlines. On Thursday and Friday, Romanian President Klaus Johannes will be in Brussels to participate in the European Council proceedings and the Euro Summit in extended format the presidential administration in Bucharest has announced. And Bucharest is hosting in Dagra 2023, Romania's most important international fair of products and equipment used in agriculture and the food industry. On Thursday and Friday, Romanian President Klaus Johannes will be in Brussels to participate in the European Council proceedings and the Euro Summit in extended format, the presidential administration in Bucharest has announced. High on the agenda are talks on the situation in Ukraine, a review of the multi-annual financial framework, economic aspects, migration and the EU's foreign relations, with emphasis on the Middle East situation, the situation in southern Caucasus, Kosovo and Serbia, and in Sahel. Referring to Ukraine, European leaders are expected to endorse, among other things, the EU's multidimensional support, and President Johannes will underline Romania's decision to carry on its support for Ukraine and plead for the continuation of the EU assistance to this country as long as it needs. The Romanian official is expected to stand for the opening of EU accession talks for Ukraine and the Republic of Moldova by the end of this year. The Euro Summit will include talks about economic situation at a European level. Bucharest is hosting in Dagra 2023, Romania's most important international fair of products and equipment used in agriculture and the food industry. Until October the 29th, over 550 companies from 23 countries are displaying here the equipment and technologies of the future in the agricultural field, as well as a series of innovations in horticulture, wine growing and animal breeding. If decision-makers and professionals are expected to participate in a series of forums and conferences, the public at large is invited to admire the most beautiful animal breeds or taste traditional Romanian dishes. The role of the Romanian army in ensuring national and regional security is all the more so important against the present background in which the world peace and the entire security climate are threatened by regional conflicts with a worsening potential, the highest Romanian officials said during the events dedicated to Army Day in Romania. 
Attending the ceremonies occasioned by the event, Romanian President Klaus Johannes said that Romania would continue to pay special attention to fitting its armed forces with modern equipment and weapons. In turn, Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu has underlined that a budget of 2.5% has been earmarked this year for defence, a decision which allowed a larger number of programmes to be run, as well as the initiation of an ample process for the modernisation and transformation of the Romanian army. In his message, Defence Minister Angel Tulver has underlined the fact that the army has already managed to achieve NATO standards in many areas, while the Deputy Secretary-General of NATO, Romanian Mircea Joana, has mentioned the significance of this day for the entire nation can be found in the patriotism and sacrifice of the Romanian soldiers of today and yesterday. And that was the news. Dear friends, the Radio Romania Board of Administrators decided to temporarily suspend the use of two out of the five Radiocom shortwave transmitters that ensure the broadcast of Radio Romania International's programs because of budget cuts. The RRI programs in English are affected. All of them may be received on only one frequency instead of two as of August the 1st. The frequencies, as well as any other prospective changes operated by Radiocom for to reception monitoring and to your feedback on reception quality will be announced in our broadcasts on our webpage and on Facebook. We invite you to follow RRI's programs online at rri.ro, including On Demand, on SoundCloud, on Android and iOS apps, via TuneIn and via Satellite. You can find more details on our homepage. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Spotify. On October the 25th, Romanian Army Day, ceremonies were held both in the country and in the theatres of operations where Romanian troops are deployed. I'm Ana Maria Popescu with more details in this report written by Corina Criste. The Romanian Army Day was celebrated on October the 25th with various military and religious ceremonies organized in the main military units in the country, as well as in the theaters of operations where Romanian troops are deployed. These are times when global peace and security are threatened by regional conflicts able to escalate. And in this context, the role of the Romanian army in ensuring national and regional security is all the more important. The country's top officials emphasized on this occasion. In his address, the president of Romania highlighted that Europe was facing the worst crisis since World War II as a result of the Russian Federation's invasion of Ukraine and of the October the 7th terrorist attack against Israel, which threatens to fully destabilize the Middle East in the long run. Klaus Johannes. The Romanian troops, as well as the allies deployed to Romania, whom I also thank on this occasion, are key elements in maintaining the NATO deterrence and defense posture at the Black Sea, a region of strategic importance for the Euro-Atlantic zone. 
The worsening of the regional security situation was also mentioned by Prime Minister Martel Tolaku. It is one more reason to have an army able to handle the new challenges, Martel Tolaku said. Discouraging and fighting efficiently the various types of threats we are facing can only be achieved with massive investment in equipment as well. This is why, as of this year, we have earmarked 2.5% of GDP to the defense sector. A professional soldier with experience in the theaters of operations where Romania is present together with its allies. The former Prime Minister Nicolae Ciuca, currently the Speaker of the Senate, mentioned that the Romanian army is a respected institution in the country and an appreciated one abroad. While it may sound paradoxical, our troops are the ones with the highest respect for peace and are prepared to safeguard it at the cost of their own lives. The Romanian army, as we know it today, enjoys a good standing among the NATO and EU members. In turn, the Defence Minister Angel Tulver mentioned that the army is already up to NATO standards in many respects. While the Deputy Secretary-General of the North Atlantic Alliance, Mircea Joana, sent a message highlighting that the borders of the Romanian state are safer than ever, in spite of the war near it and the multiple current crises. The NATO official also mentioned that the importance of this day for the entire nation has to do with the patriotism and sacrifice of the Romanian soldiers, past and present. The events held in the capital city on Army Day were concluded with a traditional torch parade, a symbolic ceremony signifying the Romanian troops' loyalty and sacrifice for the motherland. The revolution case with Ion Iliescu, Gelu Voican Voiculescu and Iosif Rus as defendants accused of crimes against humanity is again pending before the court of law. I'm Elena Enake with more on this topic in a report by Roxana Vasile. After several postponements, the Bucharest Court of Appeal rejected all the exceptions and requests raised by the lawyers and decided that the indictment drawn up by prosecutors in the revolution case is legal. As a result, the court ordered the start of the trial on its merits. In this case, 34 years after the anti-communist revolution, Former head of state Ion Iliescu, the first president of post-communist Romania, as well as former deputy prime minister Gelovoikan Voiculescu and the former head of the military aviation general Iosif Rus, are accused of committing crimes against humanity, crimes which the statute of limitations does not apply to. The chronological saga of the revolution case began four years ago. In the first phase, it was sent to court by the Military Prosecutor's Office in April 2019, but it was returned to the Prosecutor's Office two years later by the judges with the High Court of Cassation and Justice on grounds of irregularities in the indictment. After the Military Prosecutors rewrote the indictment, the former General Prosecutor of Romania, Gabriela Scutia, announced in August 2022 that the revolution case was being resent to the Supreme Court. Only that six months later, 
a judge of the preliminary chamber decided that the case was not within the judiciary competence of the Supreme Court, so the file was sent to the Bucharest Court of Appeal. Former nomenclaturist of the communist regime, the main defendant, Ion Iliescu, fell into dictator Nicolae Ceausescu's disgrace in the 1970s, being consequently marginalized and removed from major political positions. In 1989, he became the central political figure of the anti-communist revolution and headed the Romanian state three times, first between December 22, 1989, and 1992, then as elected president in 1992-1996, and again over 2000 and 2004. According to the indictment from the file on the judge's table, during the revolution, Ion Iliescu allegedly sought to obtain popular legitimacy intentionally, misleading the public opinion through his televised speeches and communiques. At the same time, between December 22nd and 30, he allegedly orchestrated the operation of misleading the public opinion systematically by using military officials. These facts had generated and amplified the generalized psychosis, causing numerous situations of violence and gun use and killing 857 people, injuring 2,382 people while 585 were detained illegally. Ioniliescu, as well as the other defendants, have always said they are innocent. Over time, the events of December 1989 were the subject of research in over 4,500 criminal cases. In 112 of them, 275 people were sent to court. Dear friends, we have a special announcement for you. On Sunday, the 5th of November 2023, on the first Sunday following the Romanian Radio Day, which we celebrate every year on November the 1st, we invited to take part in Listener's Day on Radio Romania International. Twenty twenty three is set to become the warmest in recorded history, warns the EU Copernicus Service. After average temperatures measured around the world during the summer and in September have reached the highest levels ever recorded. Climate change has triggered not only temperature records but also extreme phenomena. Devastating fires, heavy rainfalls, thunderstorms and flooding. In the 2023 edition of Listener's Day, we ask you whether and how climate change has influenced you. What steps do you think should be taken to help reduce greenhouse gas emissions? And how could each of us contribute to reducing our carbon footprint? Do you see education as a useful instrument to tackle climate change more efficiently? Should there be more platforms to discuss climate change? What role do mass media play in this context? We're looking forward to receiving your answers, which will be included in our show on the 5th of November. You can email them to us at engl.ro 
Post them on Facebook or send them as a comment to the site on Radio Romania International's website at rri.ro. You can also send us pre-recorded answers via WhatsApp at plus 40744-312650. Or you can send us your telephone number so we can call you from the studio and record your opinions. Thank you. Listening to Radio Romania International. Traveler's Guide. Hello and welcome to our travel feature. I am Kalinkotsoyu. Whether it is summer or winter, the adventure continues. Regardless of the season, adventure tourism is the perfect choice for seekers of adrenaline and team activities. We can combine spelunking and via ferrata in one adventure in the Vala Chetutsi cave near Rusnov. Another option would be to explore apparently inaccessible but picturesque routes in the Brashov area. We can also try a double command flight with an ultralight plane. Dan Pansuru declares himself a lover of nature and for over 10 years as the administrator of a Romanian adventure tourism and team building company he has been attracting tourists to the most diverse areas of Romania. Romania is the Romania is the most interesting destination for adventure tourism from our point of view, even at the European level. It has all the necessary ingredients to develop adventure tourism. In Romania, we have mountains, we have the sea, we have the delta. What can be more beautiful than that? There is no more interesting location for such a thing. From year to year, there is an increase in the number of tourists who come to visit specific locations in Romania. The most important thing is that we Romanians learn to do research beforehand, after which we will want to see with our own eyes the things we read about. It's a very beautiful thing, and that's how it should be done, planning ahead, research, documentation, after which we come to visit and see those destinations with our own eyes. One of the successful tourism packages is rafting on the Buzo River, just 150 kilometers from Bucharest, accompanied by internationally accredited guides. Going down the Buzo River is done in boats for a maximum of 10 people. Rafting can also be done with families with children, 
under safe conditions, with children getting a discount if they are below 14 years old. In addition, the smiles, but also the shouts of joy, will be recorded from the boats with state-of-the-art cameras. The price starts at around 50 euros per person. Another interesting package is aimed at those who want to take spectacular photos above the Carpathians from a plane that they can actually fly. Planes with two or four seats are available to tourists at a price of approximately 210 euros per person. Dan Bansuru, the administrator of the adventure tourism company that organizes these flights, says that whether they are discovering new hobbies or just overcoming old fears, tourists must try this experience at least once in their lifetime. We try to combine spectacular natural points of interest with local culture and customs. Airplanes may be an option. Flying ultralight planes over the mountains in areas like Brasov can be incredibly exciting experiences. We offer twin command aircraft and we can also let the customer drive the aircraft for a few moments, feel like a pilot for a short period of time. We have water, air and land sports. All of them are incredibly interesting options throughout Romania. Of course, all these adventure travel packages can also be combined with other forms of travel. They can be rural or cultural tourism, says Dan Pansuru. Let me tell you exactly where I am right now. I am with a group of tourists, Romanians this time, who wanted a cultural tour. We are currently in Luana country, in the area of the Buzo Mountains. We are going to visit the Alunish church, with the rock remains in the area of the church, after which we go further and visit the Nuku rock remains, and we are going to finish the day with a visit to the concretions of Bozioru. Depending on the category of sports I mentioned, water, air, or land sports, the diversity of activities in the field of adventure tourism is very, very wide. Romania offers all the options of all the activities in this kind throughout its territory. We asked Dan Pansuru next, the administrator of the adventure travel company, how we can access all these adventure travel programs. If the client wants a certain specific activity, rafting for example, then they will find information on our website on where this activity can be practiced in Romania. The equipment is specific to the type of sport that the client chooses and is provided by the organizing company. For example, if we are talking about whitewater rafting, the equipment provided is a booted wetsuit, life jacket, helmet, paddle, and a rafting boat. So the client doesn't care about the equipment. He just has to come psychologically prepared to live a certain experience. So a tourist only has to wish for an unforgettable adventure.
and Romania has the advantage of offering adventure tourism options throughout the year, depending on the season. You have been listening to Traveler's Guide. Working in Romania Hello and welcome to a new edition of Working in Romania. I'm Elena Yanake. The lack of labor force in Romania prompts more and more employers to resort to employees from outside the country, especially from non-EU states. It is also the case of Vulcea County in southeastern Romania, where more than 1,000 foreign citizens were employed only in the first nine months of this year, according to the Immigration Office. Thus, the number of employers who apply for visas that allow foreigners to enter the Romanian labor market increases year on year. In 2022, the Vulcea County Immigration Office registered 988 such applications, and this year, by the end of September, the number of requests exceeded 1,200. As for the country of origin of these employed in various fields of activity in Vulcea, approximately 600 are from Sri Lanka, 260 from Nepal, 90 from Egypt and 47 from India. At the opposite end, the fewest come from the Philippines, 13, and Bangladesh, 10. The main fields of activity in which most foreign employees work in Vulcea County are the hospitality industry, the manufacturing industry, and constructions. Foreign citizens working in Maramures County in northwestern Romania were verified by the immigration police. The spokeswoman of the Maramures County Police Inspectorate, Ionela Cosma, announced that three accommodation units of commercial companies that hosted 64 people were checked. All the people living there were men from Sri Lanka and India aged 25 to 40. The checks did not reveal any violations of the legislation in the field. All people identified entered Romania legally and have the right to stay on the national territory. The policemen reminded the representatives of the commercial companies as well as the foreign employees the provisions of the legislation regarding the employment of foreigners on the territory of Romania. The checks were carried out in cooperation with the gendarmerie of the Maramures County and the Municipal Police of Bayamare. The Hargita County Employment Agency in the center of Romania is making for the third consecutive year a short-term forecast regarding the labor force needs in the county. The action which started in September will end this month and so far more than 650 employers have answered the online survey. Over 1,000 employers from the county are expected to participate in the survey. Through this forecast, the institution tries to determine the number of jobs to be occupied in 2024. The Romanian Minister of Labour, Simona Bucurau-Prescu, and a representative in Romania of the High UN Commissioner for Refugees, Pablo Zapata, discussed the situation of the refugees from Ukraine. The two officials reviewed the measures already implemented by the Bucharest administration and the ministry reports that the United Nations representative appreciated the good practices implemented so far. Simona Oprescu said that the refugees from Ukraine benefited from assistance and support from the Romanian state and that this will continue. 
She specified that two important decisions were taken to increase the chances of integration on the labor market of Ukrainian refugees and to protect vulnerable people and group. And that has been Working in Romania. Next in this program, sports. Welcome to Sports Flash. I'm Elena Enake. The men's handball teams representing Romania in the EHF European League won the matches played this week. Cesame Constanza defeated the Portuguese team Sporting Lisbon 29-28 at home in Group H. It was the second consecutive victory for the Constanza team, who will play the next game at home against the Poles from Krobi Glogo on November 14. In Group D, Dinamo Bucharest defeated the French team Chambéry away 28-21. This was the second win for the Romanian champion in the competition. In the third stage, Dinamo will be up against Fuxe Berlin away from home also on November 14. News from volleyball now. Alba Blaj qualified for the Women's Champions League groups after beating Croatian team Lado Zagreb 3-2 on Wednesday. The match took place in a new multi-purpose hall in Blaj, which hosts the mini-tournament of the second preliminary round of the competition. In the other match of the day, the Belgian team Asterix Avo Beveren defeated the Czech team Kralovo Pole Burno 3-0. Beveren and Alba Blaj, with two wins and five points each, qualified for the competition groups. In men's volleyball, Stau Bucharest took a big step towards the 16th finals of the Challenge Cup after defeating the Luxembourg team Lorenzweiler 3-1 on Wednesday evening away in the first leg of the preliminary round of the competition. The return match will be played in Bucharest on the 1st of November. UBT Cluj-Napoca defeated the Montenegrin team Budugnost Podgorica 89-74 on Wednesday at home in Group B of the men's EuroCup basketball competition. The Romanian champion won their third victory in four stages and ranked second in the group. In the fifth stage on November 1st, UBT Cluj-Napoca will be up against Ari Salonik away. In the Women's Euroleague, Sepsis Fontu Gheorghe was defeated away by the Spanish team Valencia Basket Club 68-57. The Romanian champion, a debutant in the competition, suffered its fourth defeat in a row. Sepsi is eighth placed, the last, and in the fifth stage they will play at home against the Hungarian team Miskloc next Wednesday. And that was Sports Flash. Coming up next in the program, here is Music of Romania with me, Eugen Nasta. We have prepared for today a fine choice of songs performed by the Lady of the Mountains, Lucrezia Ciobanu. For starters, here is a fine song dedicated to the shepherds who climb down from the mountains with their sheep. Vi 
la 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 Hai mândruță fuga, fuga, la 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 Among other things, Lucrezia Ciobanu will be remembered thanks to her emotional charge of her performing style. Next up in the program, here is a fine song dedicated to the traditional forest.
Coming up next in the program, here is a fine love song from Lucrezia Ciobanu's repertoire. We end music of Romania today 
with a love song from Lucrezia Ciobanu's repertoire. Living Romania Coming up next on Radio Romania International In the Spotlight Hello and welcome guys to a new edition in our series. I am Vlad Palgu. I bet many of the young people who are listening to us right now and who've played video games at least once in their lifetime, I'm not talking about professional gamers of course, wanted to be the best at their games, didn't you? This is also the story of Anna Dumbrava, a 23-year-old Romanian professional gamer who in January 2023, at the HLTV Awards show, the most prestigious awards gala devoted to professional esports players, was designated best player in the world at Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Counter-Strike Global Offensive is one of the most popular shooters in the world, launched in 2014. Anna started playing this game at professional level in 2015, starting with various national championships. On the sidelines of Bucharest Gaming Week, the most anticipated event devoted to esports in Romania, Anna Dumbrava shared her story and her first reactions after being designated best CSGO player. Sincer, mă așteptam să fiu în topul celor mai bune jucătoare, deci nu a fost o mare surprindere pentru mine să mă aflu pe To be honest, I was expecting to be among the best players in the world, so it was no surprise for me to be in the same room with other great Counter-Strike players. But the moment I heard my name spoken on stage and I was awarded a trophy, I had the same feeling I got when I was five years old. I got very anxious on stage and could barely find my words. It was truly an unforgettable experience to share the stage with so many legends, 
to receive this trophy I worked so much for. It was one of my dreams from the start of my career. Shortly after I scooped the trophy, my phone started buzzing with messages. People and Romanians writing to congratulate me and share their joy. It was truly a moment I will relish for the rest of my career. Ana Dumbrava plays as the Arctic Warfare Police player for the Nigma Galaxy Women's CSGO team. Specifically, her role is to take out the enemy using a sniper rifle. She wasn't always a professional gamer, though, as she first took up football at the age of eight. She is currently enrolled at the engineering faculty in Yash, northern Romania. She described the main challenges she encountered throughout her career. Cred că unul dintre obstacolele mele în carieră, să zic că am avut mai mult, mai multe, dar cred că unul care... I believe one of the biggest obstacles, there have been several, but I think the biggest one was the fact that I had some medical issues, unfortunately, which kept me a long time away from gaming, as I had to recover. In the world of women's counter-strike, in 2020 we sustained a great loss of female gamers, mostly switching to other games, for instance League of Legends, Valorant and others. This dealt a heavy blow to our community. Starting 2020 we've been trying to bring into our community more girls who like Counter-Strike to discover this world of esports. To this day, we're trying to get a large number of new players to tag along and to organize as many events as possible, something which I'm very happy about. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Back with us in the spotlight on Radio Romania International, we're discussing the life of an esports player through the personal experience of Ana Dumbrava, designated best player in the world at Counter Strike Global Offensive in 2023. Ana featured alongside Ovidiu Patrascu, former world champion at FIFA both members of Team Galaxy supported by Samsung Romania. This year as well, Samsung invited professional esports players to share their stories and experiences and talk about the way passion and hard work can turn gaming into a successful career, on the sidelines of one of the most anticipated events among communities of gamers, developers and related industries in Romania, Bucharest Gaming Week which this year took place over October 14th and the 15th at the Parliament Palace in Bucharest. In her meeting with the audience, Ana Dumbrava described ways to make the gaming industry more inclusive. I think we should work more on our attitude towards esports, to be more open towards the future of esports, which I believe will span a long period of time. We should support the gamers because we have a number of very talented players who are very successful right now. I can think of a few examples. They are well performing abroad as well. Then we should also support those people who can't get help from their families and the people around them. I hope in the future Romania will also have these training centers so that we can compare to other countries that are more developed than us for instance Sweden and Nordic countries in general. I don't know if I'm going to see it during my career, but I hope Romania at one point will be performing as well and more open towards esports. Ana Dumbrava also described community-wide perception of female gamers. 
De exemplu, când m-am apucat eu de Counter-Strike, din nefericire am întâlnit niște persoane sau această, acest bullying din partea... For instance, when I took up Counter-Strike, unfortunately, I was bullied by some members of the community. They simply mocked me for being a girl who was trying to be well-performing, get affiliated with a club and so on and so forth. So I had to overcome these obstacles. People told me I didn't belong here, that I was a girl and that I had no place playing games in a world ruled by boys. At first it was hard for me to keep my emotions in check, to ignore them. So I made a decision that has been very helpful in my career as a gamer. I used all this negativity to show these people that a girl could also take part in championships, represent her country and so on and so forth. Right now, to make a comparison, the toxicity is still there. Girls in particular who aspire at a professional career get bullied, although to a lesser extent than before. Right now, I would say people have more respect for girls who take up a professional gaming career. Anna Dumbrava also described her future in the field of esports and even gave some pieces of advice to girls who aspire to be professional gamers. În principiu, mereu mă focusez pe prezent. Consider că ceea ce fac acum este mult mai important decât ce I usually stay focused in the here and now. I believe what I do right now is more important than what I'll be doing 10 years from now. I hope to be a professional gamer until my reflexes give in or until it becomes a strain for me to play. Right now, I'm focused on the championships I have to play in, on getting as many wins and trophies as possible for my team and for the national team of Romania. In terms of projects, my career in esports will hopefully allow me to remain in the industry, working, for instance, as an analyst. My advice to young girls who want to pick up a career in esports is to do what they like, not to take up gaming as an obligation other than to themselves. Secondly, they need to be very patient to buy their time, make a few sacrifices. Overall, you need to be very serious about everything you do. It takes a lot of hard work, and I believe training is more important than talent, something which drives many professional gamers. Anna Dumbrava Held in mid-October in Bucharest, Gaming Week, as usual, featured show matches of popular video games, such as FIFA, Counter-Strike or League of Legends. Obviously, pitted were some of the best-performing Romanian gamers right now, who also had short interaction sessions with the audience. Yet, Bucharest Gaming Week is not all about gaming. The open-air area hosted a boot camp organized by the military scouts, where young people were invited to test their endurance, learn to make navy knots, learn how to build a fire or a shelter. A number of games and contests were organized on this occasion. Additionally, young people who want to pursue a career in the game-developing industry could find out more from representatives of Echo School, which provides a program that certifies future experts in the world of gaming. Starting 2024, young undergrads will be able to opt for two programs, game design and production and game engineering. And that's a wrap for today's show. I'm Vlad Palku, see you next time.
focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Welcome to Simply Folk. I invite you to listen to Yosif Chokloda with a song dedicated to his mother. And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl.ri.ro.